<sighs> Thank you for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, free and available where you find folks get your podcast. On today's episode, uh, we laugh to keep from crying because, uh, yeah, the, the alternative seems... <laughs> I don't know. Connor Will Downey joins us as well. I don't know what to say anymore. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Spartan fans, Locked On Spartans listeners, uh, I'm not even going to ask how you're doing uh, because A, I, I can't hear your answer anyway, um, and B, I think I already know that answer. Anyway, uh, it, probably not too great. Uh, or, you know, maybe you are just doing fine because you've accepted the fact that this team is uh, just a bottomless pit of misery and, you know, there's nothing really to hold out any hope for the rest of the way. So you're you're, you're anywhere between uh, doing horrible and doing, uh, we'll call it manic because there's no other, you know, thing to be right now when it comes to this team. Anyway, hello, welcome to another episode of Locked on Spartans. That's right, your team every single day here on the Locked on Podcast Network, free and available where you get your podcast. On today's episode, okay, you, like, you already know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, it's basketball. Woohoo! Um, hey, Connor Hayward, solid 40 time. Uh, Jalen Naylor, solid 40 time. Okay, there's your football update. Uh, James Pyatt, six over at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Um, first nine holes, even par. And then, of course, I tweeted out that he was even par. And I jinxed him into oblivion as he went six over in the back nine, but that's okay. First PGA event, he's just getting all the nerves out. Great guy, great golfer. He's going to be okay. And the MSU women beat Purdue in the Big Ten tournament, so they will play tomorrow or today whenever you're listening to this episode. Okay, we're, we're going to talk about... The men's basketball team here. Uh, the rest of the show. But first, need to politely ask you to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. And if you ever want to reach out, locked on Spartans at gmail.com. All right, just had to rifle through those two quick. Housekeeping notes really quick, and here we go. Now, you may be tuning into this episode to hear me scream, hear me lose my mind, and hear me just be irrational and emotional about this team. Well, okay, give me a few minutes before I get there, because uh, I actually want to take both roads here, and I'm going to try, yeah, I'm going to really step outside my comfort zone here, I'm going to try to be rational about this for a hot second. Um, Ohio State (laughs) shot really well. They shot really, and I mean really well. Uh, This game was tucked away, put to bed very early on in the night, and uh, that's thanks to some white-hot shooting. They go into the locker room at a halftime on 60% shooting from the field, 61% from three-point land shooting, 8 of 13. Listen, Michigan State shot the ball hot, too, in the first half. They shot 6 of 12 from three. However, uh, Ohio State shooting lights out. And sometimes, like, it, it's just not your night. It's the other team's night. Well, it kind of was MSU's night early on. They were shooting the ball pretty okay, but, man, Ohio State was white-hot from the jump. And A, sometimes it'd be like that sometimes. And also sometimes you play a guy like Malachi Branham, who is just, <laughs> uh, I see where all the hype is coming from now. That's a pretty good player. He he can play some hoop. And EJ Liddell, yeah, he is also solid as well. Uh, Michigan State got popped, uh, popped on the road for the fourth time. 
by double digits in the last month. Not so fun. And this is where we are going to transition into our... Uh, I don't think it's irrational. It, you know, it, sure, it, it might be, but I don't think so. Uh, it's definitely going to be emotional, though. And this is where I'm going to start more like my ranting and rampaging and uh, just staring up into the sky, asking where does this all go wrong, and just praying to a god... Um, any god of any religion that that will help Michigan State basketball because uh, here we go for the third time this season as my voice cracks right there um, Michigan State is dealt a gift of injuries on the other team Ohio State was missing Zed Key and Kyle Young and no neither of those guys are Branham or EJ Liddell but they are solid players two guys that average eight points per game and five rebounds per game and once again just like they did on the road against Illinois just like they did at home against Northwestern they could not take advantage of some pretty big injury luck heading their way as well. Yeah, Michigan State just tucked their tails between their legs and just got absolutely walloped on. Absolutely walloped. And like I said, for the fourth time this month, they got steamrolled on the road. Absolutely steamrolled on the road. And if you want some good news in this first segment, it said, hey, thank God that it is the final home game of the season. Okay, uh, from here on out, you get one game at Breslin Center, which will surely be a cheerful senior day against Maryland. Or, uh, you know, you get the neutral court of the Big Ten tournament or wherever on earth you're going to get shipped to for the NCAA tournament for your one game that you're going to play. Um Malik Hall, good to see him uh, still on study abroad uh, ever since he got his starting role not too long ago. And also, Joey Brunk, uh, let's see, before this game he was averaging 14.6 points. Oh no, I'm sorry, he was averaging 1.3 points per game. And here he goes off for 16 points, just absolutely working Michigan State in the paint. This comes off the heels. Of Hunter Dickinson, you know, a guy who's actually pretty good at basketball, dropping a 30-burger on you. Um, Michigan State's post-defense. I'm not going to comment on it because it just simply doesn't exist. You can't talk about things that aren't there. Uh, it was not good. And really, at this point of the season, and this goes above X's and O's, I don't really care for breaking down the game. I don't want to do another episode like this for the seventh time in the last nine games. What? Listen, deep breaths, Matt, deep breaths. It's only three games left in the year, okay? You got Maryland, which, yeah, that should go. Hey, okay, and if you're looking for a Maryland preview, here it is right now. Uh, one team is spiraling out of control, uh, has lost seven of the last nine. They don't really seem to care to be on the court at all times. Body language isn't good. There's no player that's a true leader on this team, and then the other team's Maryland. And Bart Torvik expects you to still somehow win this game by six points, according to their calculations. Anyway. Gosh, a lot, lot, lot of deep breaths right now. Uh, this is a... A loveless marriage. Uh, <laughs> this is the best comparison I have. Uh, it, listen, it, it, it's it's not been going well. Uh, Izzo's tried everything he has. The the players just uh, maybe have tried everything they have. Neither are responding to the other one. You're just kind of waiting time out uh, to the end of the season, or so to speak, for 
when the kids finally go off to college and you could just kind of separate and go your own ways and act like none of this ever happened. And I think a great quote, actually there's really two good quotes. One of them's from last game uh, when Michigan beat Michigan State by 400 points. He said that he was really disappointed with the junior and senior leadership on this team. And, you know, that's a fine quote and everything to have when it's like, I don't know, late December and you're trying to light a fire under your guys where there's enough time to change everything in the season. Really not good when (laughs) when it's early March and you're wondering where the hell your senior leadership is. Uh, Another great quote tonight, too, and this was after Joey Brunk just nuked Michigan State in the post. Quote, I guess you could say it's my fault for not doubling him. But if you have to double him, I think he averaged 1.1 points. Shame on our guys. I don't think you have to read too much between the lines here. Um, Izzo does not like this team. Okay, sure, he likes him personally, whatever, but like, he's done with just this whole thing, right? And I think the players, it's very clear that we're kind of done here. It's, it is a loveless marriage. They've tried everything. I'm sure Izzo's tried to light a fire in the locker room. You know, he's, he's tried to spice things up and bring someone else into the relationship with getting Tyson Walker out of the portal, you know, just, eh, Still isn't really working. You're still just staring at each other, you know, at the other side of the dinner table, blank staring both your eyes, being like, "Is this over yet? Like, when, when can we move? When's an acceptable time to just move on?" Like, I don't know. This just this just is not working. Uh, there's nothing Izzo loves more than a player coached team. He has not had one of those since Cassius Winston was here. Uh, you know, Aaron Henry a little bit last year, but he was more of just the. Uh, F all y'all, I'm just going to do this myself, uh, and it works luckily, but this year, you don't see anyone getting in anyone's faces, you don't see anyone pulling anyone's jerseys, anyone holding each other accountable on the court, no, it's just 13 guys that are nice guys, and that's the problem, they're a little too nice sometimes <laughs> to each other, and no one really cares to step up and be the leader and everything like that. And that's sensationally disappointing for, uh, you know, just these seniors and also your other captain in Malik Hall who just <laughs> disappears way too much. So, yeah, Izzo's done with And hey, when I say this, I- I'm not absolving Izzo of all blame. You're the one who brought these guys here. Uh, you're also the guy that has two empty scholarships that you could have used this year in the transfer portal. Gee, Wonder if you could have used a big man this year to supplement your front court. Hmm, yeah, that would have been a crazy idea, but nope. We're just going to go ahead and give that scholarship to a kid that, quite frankly, doesn't need it in Davis Smith. Yeah, really throwing a telethon there for the Smith family. <laughs> Thank God he got that scholarship. Um, Yeah, man, it's uh, it's, it's wildly, dis- wildly, wildly disappointing um, on all accounts, the coach and the players. But, yeah, I mean... Whether it be quotes in the press conference or just during the game, four minutes left, Ohio State is piping you in in the Michigan State bench. All you see is just coaches just staring down to the ground or punching the chair or nothing like it. I I think everyone's just kind of done with each other. And thank God there's only three games left in this season. Sure, you could lie to yourself, say that there's, no, there's more. There's a Big Ten tournament. They could win the first round. Like, okay, yeah. Yeah, of course they can. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, they could get a game in the NCAA tournament. Like, (laughs) Okay, sport, you keep believing that. Um, Until then, no, there's only three games left in the season. This team all hates each other, and let's just all put this behind us. All right, we got, if you want more cathartic talk, we got to come for you in just a hot second. But first, I have to talk to you fine folks about runyourpool.com. That's right, March Madness is right around the corner. Thank God, woohoo! Uh, that means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. 
Are you going for the usual? Or are you looking for the best? Well, we've done our homework, and we are running our brackets with RunYourPool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X. They've got a few different formats. Uh, they also have options to edit scoring, and they offer more intel to make your picks. All sorts of stuff you will not find on ESPN or CBS. And if you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help take some of that madness magic and play alongside your employees or your customers. Plus, they offer full white glove, customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, clearly, we believe Run Your Pool. Because, like I said... We are running our brackets there ourselves, and there's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. Also need to talk to beautiful people about Built Bar. We have been talking your ears off about Built Bar for quite some time, and for an incredible reason. I just, simply the best. And whether it be uh, their amazing stats that they give you, like, uh, you know, most Built Bars, 130 calories. That's it. Just 4 grams of sugar, just 4 grams of net carbs, but a whopping 17 grams of protein. Or if you want to look at their amazing flavors, like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, or white chocolate cookies and cream, or... Take a spin down their Puffs line. That's right, the first ever protein-infused marshmallow, still wrapped in 100% real chocolate, with flavors like cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. I, I cannot speak highly enough about Built Bar. They are sensational on the taste buds, sensational on the body, with their high cal, high calorie, low calorie rather, high-protein bar that is wrapped in 100% real chocolate that surrounds its chewy, soft, and flavorful protein bar. Go get yourself some. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and that will get you 15% off your order. One more time, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com to get your Built Bars. And before we get into our chat with Connor Muldowney, hey, just want to thank you for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day. Now, please make Locked on Bracket Breakdown your second listen. That's right. Well, okay. I shouldn't say that. It comes out March 14th, so you got to wait a little bit, but it's going to be right here on the Locked on Spartans podcast feed and YouTube channel. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling give you in-depth breakdowns on every single matchup. That's March 14th, guys. <sighs> Misery loves company, so uh, I, I dragged Connor Muldowney out of the Twitter streets to come here on this podcast. <laughs> And talk about this just incredible team. <laughs> hey, January, February is oh April. Team's rolling right now, bud, as we uh, have watched our Spartans drop seven of nine. Like I said, uh, he's Connor Muldoney. He does great work for SpartanAvenue.com. He, he's on Twitter all the time, like a sick person like myself. And um, <laughs> kind of just, just start talking. Well, honestly, literally I, whatever you want to talk about right now, just just go. Just you, go. You know, God gives his his – his toughest battles to his <laughs> toughest soldiers, you know, so. I'm not that tough, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm absolutely broken as a man, as a fan, and, and everything in between. But you know what? Bright spot here. Um, Please. The season is almost over. Three um, games. We, Three games. <laughs> we, yep. We only have, you know, the the final, the regular season finale, which should be an absolute classic against Maryland. Oh, who, sure. Who just who just dismantled this Ohio State team that we got curb stomped by a week ago. So that should, 
that should go over well. And then we got the Big Ten tournament, which we're poised to make a deep run. And usually, when we're playing this poorly, we're probably yes. making a run. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so maybe we're gonna shock the world and and be this year's uh, 2021 UCLA, where they just they literally limped into the tournament and then made a Final Four run. But that's not gonna happen. So don't write it down. You know, God, you know what? You you almost got me there thinking about last year's <laughs> UCLA team or even last year's. Oregon State team, if you will, yeah. having twice last year where we're just like some broke team just kind of limped their way into the tournament and just banging out an Elite Eight or a Final Four run. Um, and I talked about this like the other day on this podcast. Is that like, listen, I, I'm like, I, I'm stupid in general, just like April through February. I'm a dumb person in general, but like the air in March makes me even just more dumb and more like <laughs> prone to falling in love with the idea that, Oh, maybe it can happen this year. Like, Oh, maybe a bad team can make an elite eight run or something like that. But like, you know what? No, I finally met my year where even the, the March air that is surrounding me that I'm inhaling it does not have me <laughs> thinking that this team can do it. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Go go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say that to me every game. I'm, I'm pretty much like tonight's announcer where, even if we lose by like 30 or like lose three or four straight games, the next game I'm like, oh, this, this is going to be it. Like the announcer tonight, we were down by like 15 points. And he was like, oh, Michigan State, this is a good one. This, this game is great. They're going to make a run here. It's like, dude, we're getting just manhandled on national TV. Joey Brunk has single-handedly ruined our program. We're in shambles right now because of this, this dude from, <laughs> from Indiana who averages 1.3 points a game. But yeah, we're gonna come back. We're definitely in. You know, it's a great game. Yeah, coming back. Yeah, body language is great on the team. That the leaders are. This is really a player coach team. This is awesome. Yeah, we're we're gearing up for another <laughs> classic March uh, up here. No, yeah, I, I want to take before we get into like March Madness and everything. And who knows if we'll ever go back to that topic. But I just want to steer. There's some of the time I had that I just have to ask you because, you know, sometimes I have my own takes and I get wrapped too much into them and I need someone to check me on them. Um, this is going to be the most grim senior day of all time, right? Like this is like right now on StubHub tickets are $6. Usually it's a somewhat kind of like a up there ticket, like in the 30 ish dollar range to go on the bleachers upstairs. Like now these days, like a firm handshake gets you in the door to see three seniors that listen, I love all Spartans. I'm sure you love all Spartans, but like, let's be honest, this isn't the most beloved senior squad of all time, right? And this season has really gone off the effing rails lately. Mm, senior yeah. is gonna like it's gonna feel like walking into a morgue, is it not? <laughs> like, it's gonna be like, ugh. Is anyone gonna stick around for this jersey ceremony at the end? It Heavens, it's, it's not good. It's not good. It definitely has that like funeral type feel, where it's just like <laughs> we're we're putting we're putting like this class to rest for good it's, mm-hmm. it's depressing and i feel like instead of Izzo, you know giving them their jersey in a frame at the end maybe he'll hand them each a job application and send them on their way but I, honestly it's, it's to the point where it's just like you know <laughs> the horse is dead we're just we're just beating it right now and it, yeah yeah that's a great point. Just, just hand the Matt Ishby a business card to be like, here, call this number. He'll he'll give you a fantastic, <laughs> a fantastic job. Just shilling mortgages across the state, across the Midwest region. Like, yeah, no, no question about it. <laughs> oh my god. I just I'm doing half this call with my head buried in my hands right now. Like I just Yeah. I I pretty much for the entire first half, my hand 
my my head was in my hand. And then the second half, I was just like, I can't be hurt anymore by this team no. because no. they've already they've already broken me. No. You know, the season is already done. Yep. It's just you know, it's it's time to think about you know, Pierre Brooks, Dwayne Nakins, Max Christie, uh, senior Malik Hall. Like it's time to start thinking about that team. And if Tom Izzo is on the phone with every single center that enters the transfer portal, then he fired immediately. Two open scholarships to start the season. Are you out of your mind? Are you out yeah. of your mind? Like you, you don't think a senior uh, big man could help? A junior big man can help? Any just any person out there that's six ten or taller with four functioning limbs? You don't think that could help this year? We just watched Joey Brunk turn into Akeem Holajuwon and just. <laughs> tear our lives apart like I, no 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 i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do this i've had too many depressing episodes connor you brought up a great point that i actually want to hit on right now we're gonna we're gonna pivot okay. hard right now pivot jane nakins is the future max christie he, he can't be this bad his whole career right i mean it's, it's things have got to give eventually right uh <laughs> senior malik hall should he stay like I, you know what yeah I, yeah because i because we hear time to time, whether it be in like, you know, just conversations with friends or family or, you know, just conversations on the podcast, like, how's MSU going to be next year? And a lot of people say like, oh, I think better. And it's like, well, I don't know about that. But then again, you watch Jaden Aikens play. Okay, he looks good. So Soko in the second half against Michigan, looking like Wilt Chamberlain. Like, oh my God, okay, that's good. <laughs> Senior Malik Hall. You got Julius Marble's got to learn to play defense eventually, you'd think. Um, like, w- skill one to ten. 10 being the going into the 2020 season. How how confident are you in this team for next year, knowing that we have returning pieces? I'm going to go out on a limb and guess Max Christie will not be declaring for the NBA draft. But Yeah, so. you'd be correct. Take it from me. I'm, um, I'm rambling. I'm, I'm spiraling. Take it from here. <laughs> I, I'm actually more confident heading into next season that we're going to be better than the previous season than I've been in like a long time. Being better than – this year's team is, I mean, it shouldn't even be like a, a like an, even a conversation right now, but you, you yeah. look at who you look at, I know we, we say that, but we'll wait till like February next year and revisit this, but you look at, I think Malik Hall is going to step up and be that leader, that vocal yeah, leader. Hopefully, you know, what we kind of hoped Gabe was going to be and he never turned into, um, it's going to be like kind of a refresher getting rid of three guys who were, you know, they would have been great role players on a good team, like the 2019 or 20 team, 2019-20 20 team. But, you know, yeah. Bingham and Brown and Hauser were never meant to be leaders and, you know, go-to guys on a team. It's just, that's just the sad reality of it. Um, Aikens, like you said, is the future. Aikens is awesome. I think he's going to be yeah, he's going to be a, a fan favorite for the next few years. Um, and Brooks, Brooks has a, a nice and one today. That was like, okay, he's got hey. some stuff in his bag that, you know, maybe we should see more of going into next year. Um, was the Brooks, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. Was the Brooks yeah. and one, uh, is that the direct correlation to Keon Coleman scoring his touchdown at Columbus this year where it's like, <laughs> Uh, a true freshman has a somewhat exciting moment in a game that essentially is already way over because we're just getting the doors blown off of us. It, it, like, is that, was that too poetic of a moment right there? <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably, but the fact that he had the confidence to, to make that play. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty big for a dude who gets like two minutes a game 
and plays like every other game. It's it is. he needs some confidence going into the off season. I think there was an article somewhere. I think it was Grant Couch posted um, for the VIPs, but I, re- I read the title that said something like Pierre Brooks was was down on himself and kind of checked out on the team and in yes. this winter. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you hear that. Okay, you want to change that because he's going to be the future of your program. So get him some minutes. Have him see the ball go in the hoop a few times, and I mean he's not a bad player. When he's on the floor, it's not like holy crap, he can't even, you know, he, he can't play defense, he can't do anything. He was guarding EJ, EJ Lydell tonight. Like the dude isn't like incapable of playing basketball. He needs to see the floor. So yeah, well it was like a Keon Coleman like oh yeah we score we're not losing by twenty type of thing. Um, it's it's still a, a good confidence booster, I think. I, I want to shift the conversation to another freshman and we're, we're done with happy time talk. That was fun. I'm, I'm surprised we even talked like in a somewhat optimistic manner about this team for four minutes, if not for nothing. So uh, Connor, thank you so much for that. Um, be right back with a, just a lot more cathartic basketball talk uh, with Connor Muldowney in a hot second. But first got to talk to you fine folks about betonline.net. Woo. Football might be over for the season. <laughs> Please come back, football. Uh, but basketball is in full steam ahead. Thank God for both uh, pro and college hoops. Woohoo! Uh, from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where on earth the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season, and it ain't just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, for boxing, for UFC, right down to golf as well. That's right, gang. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device. Learn more about all the trends in action at Bet Online, where the game starts. I want to lean into the microphone for this next one because, like, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. Because a, I'm I'm very glad he's here. He does a lot of good things on the court. I think next year he's due for a great bounce back. But I, okay, I'm going to lean in here. Has Max Christie's freshman year been disappointing? Are, are we ready to throw the D word on that? Or am I, again, this is another thing where it's like, I have a take, but I need, I need someone like you to check me on this. If I'm too out of bounds, because again, and Izzo's brought this up every single press conference since like February 2nd, that like he, he's always assigned tough task on defense. He plays. I think it's still the most minutes of anyone on this team, if not the second most amount of minutes. So he's being asked a lot. However, he's done making shots. Um, his offense is really not that good. He's made five three-pointers total since the home Michigan game. What What's your take on the whole Max Christie freshman season? Am I, be, am I spiraling too much right now, Connor? Am I? No, 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 no. That's actually a fair take. Like, he would be even telling you that it's been a disappointing year. Like, he came in as the number oh, one yeah. shooting guard. Okay. Yeah, you're not, out of, you're not out of pocket or anything. He came in as the top shooting guard in the country, five-star player. You know, he had all these accolades. He he was hot for a while. He was winning freshman of the weeks without even trying. I feel like he, he I mean he was they were just handing him the award when the week started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and then he kind of hit a wall mid season, and then you kind of saw him him struggle in Big Ten play. And a lot of that, honestly, you you gotta say it's a confidence thing. And when your your senior leaders, the guys you kind of depend on to get out of these slumps, are slumping and not leading. That's that's what's going to happen. Like, Gabe Brown came out to Julius Marble and was like, hey, I don't have any confidence. Like, that's your senior captain leader. 
So when he's doing Not that, good. you can't ex- you can't expect your freshman to be you know high spirits yeah. and all that. So it's yeah. the team is kind of negatively feeding off of each other, which is unfortunate. And you've seen it kind of deteriorate, deteriorate. But the confidence on this team is like at an all time low. That is a, a marvelous point you bring up. That like if Gabe Brown is having his shooting problems and losing confidence, and he had to step out, be like, "Hey guys." Um, mm-hmm. can, can you guys like help pick me up? You're like, yeah. What's it like for a freshman who's played more basketball in the last four months than he has in his entire life? And yeah, it's right. It, right. So, okay. You know, I, I feel like that's fair because again, like, I don't want to like hop on this microphone and be like, stripping like, Oh, he's a boss, like another five star that is okay. And coach properly. Like, <laughs> no, like he's just being asked way too much. And I think an off season will do him good. Now with that said, I, Said the same thing about a few players in this year's team from last year. Like Joey Hauser could really benefit from an off season, but I don't know. I, 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 I think Max Christie, oh, Max Christie yeah. would benefit the most from an off season because I think he's at yeah. the point right now where he hasn't seen his shot fall consistently. That he's literally just taking like everybody else is afraid to shoot. He's just taking shots because no one else wants to take the shot. Correct. He's taking Correct. Bad, he's Correct. taking very bad shots still. No, you you absolutely nailed it. And, like, it, you know, it, we touched on that after the Michigan game, too, because, like, Max Christie goes in the locker room, like, what, two of eight shooting, I think it was. Mm-hmm. But eventually it's like, okay, well, like, yeah, I, I feel like he has to shoot. I, th- I think that he thinks he has to shoot because no one else will. Like, Malik Hall doesn't necessarily feel like shooting some games. Tyson Walker, uh, not necessarily uh, in the mood to shoot all too many times. So it's like, yeah, eight seconds left in the shot clock, well, Okay, here it goes. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> Please get my rebound. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know, man. It's just, I just, I'm, you know what? Off the court completely, like, this is a complete, like, fan asking a fan, corner of the bar sitting at Barstool's question right now, but, like, what's your mindset right now? How are you looking at March? Like, are, are you... Are you just happy? Like, are, are you looking forward to this just being over soon? Are you somewhat excited for March Madness? Like, I, what a weird conversation to have as Michigan State fans. Yeah. And, like, that's arrogant, but, like, okay. I, I'm sorry. Like, it's just how it is. Yeah, we. I mean, we've been spoiled as State fans, like, throughout our entire lives. I think yeah. you and I probably have gone, you know, 90% of our lives without seeing Michigan State miss a tournament. So, yeah. um, it's it's kind of a different feeling. It's kind of like last year, though, where we were just, like, uh, I mean, we made it, but like we're a play, like not a plan. I'm not gonna say that because I'll get grilled because I also don't believe in that term. <laughs> like the first four game, we're a first four team. You know, there's really no excitement. But last year's team had a little more juice going into the tournament, which is I know right? different yeah. than this year. This year's team has like I feel like they don't even know what juice is. They just they're just oh. limping into the tournament. Um, I get excited for March Madness every year. The thing that's going to make me sane this time is knowing that, you know, if they win a game in the tournament, I'm actually going to be pleasantly surprised. So oh, my yeah. expectations yeah. are set at zero wins right now. If they win one game, I will be blown away. And who, I'm who like, would have thought that that Derek Tennessee dude was correct about Michigan State? That's, oh, that's don't know. That's what hurts the most, I think. <laughs> Derek Tennyson. Oh, that guy. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I talked you off the ledge and I just put you right back on it.
I was squarely back. You you drove me away from the Grand Canyon, then you turned it around and punched the, <laughs> the, the gas pedal as hard as you possibly could right back to it. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Tennessee guy, that's funny. Uh, I'm not going to explain that one to people that are on Twitter. Um, don't, I don't even waste their time with it. Um, Forget I said anything. Like, it's just like, and I've never, yeah, I don't think I've ever been in this mind space before. And I think like a lot of it has to do with last season too, that, it was not that fun. And just like you said, like they had momentum going into March Madness. But like after the UCLA game, I was maybe upset for like 20 minutes. And then after I was like, it's over. Like that was yeah. a very exhausting season, emotionally, mentally, sometimes physically. Like it's, it's over. But now it's like here, here I am again. And like, I think a lot of fans are like this too, where it's like, I I will almost enjoy March Madness because I can count on Michigan State just ushering themselves out of the first game of the tournament just so I could just sit back and watch the rest of it without any stress. And that's just so pathetic because this is Michigan effing state. You know, like this is a, this is a program that d- expects, demands excellence. And now here we are for the second year in a row just being like, please just put us out of our misery. Like I've, I've had enough of this team and. So I don't know if that's like being a spoiled fan or being too laid no. back of a fan. <laughs> it's probably like it's probably somewhere in the middle. But like I don't know. Like I, I guess I guess the thesis I'm trying to say as I'm rambling for the fifth time in this conversation, the thesis <laughs> is that I'm just spiraling and I am mentally broken and I don't know what to think anymore. Other than that, this team is just not good and just makes me sad every time I watch them. And that I think there's only three games left in the season, and I'm kind of happy that there's only three games left in the season. And you you kind of have to, you, you know, you have to think of it like, okay, we have two of arguably our worst seasons in in two plus decades, and we still yeah. make the tournament, and you know we're still on the right side of the bubble. I mean, imagine if we had this horrible start to the year, we would not, we wouldn't. I mean, like I couldn't even imagine not being seventeen and four to start the year where we would be right now. Like it would be imagine. Do, do you know what? Imagine not beating Loyola at the buzzer and then not having that crazy comeback on Thanksgiving Day against UConn. Those two games yeah. could be the difference there, which seemed like eight years you ago, could. don't they? But like those two they games, do. like really, might be the reason why we get in this tournament. Like it's it's crazy. To you think, could argue. But... You could argue a couple games could have gone the other way, like Northwestern or Illinois. Yeah. So like, yeah, this, yeah. This, it's been kind of a weird season where like there there were multiple games that could have gone each way. But I mean, state is is, in my opinion, comfortably in the tournament. Probably is like an eight or nine seed right now. But I mean, that's that's just like that's a disappointment, and and Izzo knows that's a disappointment. And I think this next coming off season, not to get too far ahead of things, he has a lot of changing to do. I don't know if that's the right word, but he has to kind of no, get with is. the times, like yep. what. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's Tom Izzo. Sure. But if he does this again next year, like the Mississippi State is this bad next year, which I don't see happening, but if they're this bad next year, you know, maybe it's time to to ride off into the sunset or, you know, I don't, I don't know. I just think yeah. he has a lot of, he needs, he needs a rebirthing year like Jim Harbaugh had. No, he like it's a massive season coming up next year, which is kind of silly to say for a guy that's been here for two plus decades with nothing but excellence in his trails. But like, but but really, and I don't think mm-hmm. it helps that this fan base is also not too far removed from well how the D'Antonio era ended too. Like, I think a lot of people 
you know relates things to each other in recent times the way D'Antonio ended his time too is not doing this any favors whatsoever because it's like oh great coach who kind of really just kind of fell behind the times a little bit late in his career mm-hmm. now granted um I don't think D'Antonio really uh cared to recruit the last few years whereas <laughs> Izzo's got some nice guys coming in so I like yeah. there are differences here and there but like from like a macro level like sure like if you're a He's fan. way too old school for sure. Yes, way too old. Well, of course he is too, though. It's like I don't fault him for it. He's what sixty-seven. He's been doing this for two decades, and all of a sudden, it's like transfer portal and NIL. Not really gradual buildup. Just kind of like that, really. Like it was just it just <laughs> blew up out of nowhere. So it's not like he can like kind of learn on the job here. It's but even though he has yeah. to, and here we are. I I think are. that this off season is going to be huge for him because I mean, he has, a, yeah. he has a team, a core of a team that could be really good next year. He has a core, yeah. but he needs, yeah. there are like two or three needs that he needs to address in the portal. One is a big man. He needs a capable big man. And if he addresses that, I think state could be really good next year. And the second is like yeah. a wing who could score like a, a score. Right. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. we're gonna see someone that someone that wants to shoot the ball. Yeah, someone that is not afraid <laughs> to shoot would be. Yeah, imagine that maybe, in a game of basketball. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, God, I'm I'm one. It, it's a good thing that this is the last road game of the season because I was going to say I'm one more road ass kicking away from saying Keon Coleman should get 12 minutes a night. <laughs> I, mean, however, I mean, what's the argument against games. it? Yeah, what, yeah, what are you going to do, lose by double digits? I mean, right, it's yeah, it's, it's all the same. God, did, man, did, wait, did tonight break a record for how quickly a team fell behind by double digits? Because I think it had to be close. I mean, it was two minutes and 18 seconds. So I'm in the car with my wife for the first four minutes of the game, and we hit every red light on the way to where we were going to go. And like she's like, hey, like you want to put the game on the radio? And I said, I turned, I said, I know what's happening. We're going to turn the game on. There's going to be 16 minutes left in the first half, and we will be down by double digits. Sure enough, we get to the house, turn the TV on, 13 to 2. And I'm like, I'm not even phased. Like, my, my heart rate doesn't even spike a little bit. It's like, yep, that was going to happen. Yep, I've seen this team all season. That's, that, that was canon. That was going to happen. So, yeah. You nailed it. Yeah, you know, yeah, finally get some takes right around here. Great. Awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. It's like I, it's almost over. The pain the pain is almost over. We I'm I'm already focused on next year. Like I'm already like building the lineup in yeah. my head. Like Maddie yeah. might get some meaningful minutes and play like he did in the second half versus Michigan. That'd be great, but you know, oh yeah. I'm checked out on this year. This year is dead to me. I don't care. If if Izzo doesn't get a big in the transfer portal, like I'm gonna be like those what Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama fans like that that just don't even recognize basketball. Like I I will just be a football guy from now on. Just 365 around the clock unless my team's in the lead eight. Like I, I will just be football if he doesn't get a big man to supplement this team. I mean he he has to like you have to think like he has to. If he has, if all three seniors to. leave, look how many open scholarships he has. Like you can't do that two years in a row and, and com- compete at this level. No, no, you can't. You can't. Case in point. Oh, why do you say that? Well, I don't know. Take a look, Gander, at the last month and a half of Michigan State basketball. I don't think a lot of fans are saying, oh, why do you say that? I think everyone's pretty aligned right now at this point. But I, <sighs> Julius Marble's defense hasn't exactly instilled confidence in me moving forward. But, you know, I mean, getting, I, getting like, spin cycled by Joey Brunk on national TV is like, 
at that point, I think I'd take my shoes off, put them at half court, and call the career. Yeah, just just like Jordan Bohannon <laughs> against Iowa State a few years ago, oh. but for the completely opposite reason. Just, yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh my, oh my god. god! I I don't know. What, I don't know what to say. I I. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, right. I don't know what to say as I just rambled for the last 25 minutes, but oh my god, I'm just I'm broken, I'm a sick person, and the stakes only get higher from here on out, which should just do wonderful things to again the, the old mental health and uh psychological, spiritual health, physical health, and I don't, but you know what. Why? Oh God! Don't what? What? In in a week's time, you're going to be talking yourself into a Big Ten tournament title. If these a holes beat Maryland, <laughs> and then they beat like we'll call it Minnesota in the first round of the Big Ten tournament, and then like keep it close against Illinois in the second round, like uh, Connor, I'm I'm such a stupid sucker. I will be completely bought back in. I will Final be completely board. bought back in because no, I am I a moron. <laughs> I know myself too well. Like I, I, I will be, I will be bought back in if they can somehow win like two games in a row here, and then a competitive loss in the Big Ten title. Like I'm such an Do idiot. Do you want to hear a fun I, fact? Yeah, go for it. It's not, it's not actually that fun. But yeah, I this won't be fun. That. I can already tell this won't be fun. <laughs> Michigan State hasn't won back-to-back games since the end of January and the first game in February. Yeah, I'm having a great time right now. This is awesome. <laughs> Do you know what? Hey, that's over the, a month. Just like I said, like the, the Aaron March makes me stupid. Do you, know, you know what the first thought that went in my mind is? My the first Ooh. thought, we're due. We're due for a run. We're due for a run. We're we due Don't to let us get out. Don't let us get out. Saving <laughs> all of our wins for March, baby. Yeah, God, I, I hate. I we're hate doing. We are doing. Though. You're not wrong. No, we are. Hey, numbers say you can't. You can't lose. Every game, or you can't lose every game after you win one every time. Like, oh god, I I despise who I become in March. Despise who I become in March. Uh, no, I'm convincing here myself we're making a, a Final Four run for sure. I'm absolutely doing that. Connor, are we about to book flights in New Orleans right now? I'm, I'm <laughs> down. If, if this team makes a Final Four, I mm-hmm. I will question everything I've ever learned in my entire life. Oh, if this team and I, I'll do that, and also I will greyhound down to New Orleans if if this team makes a Final Four. I, I yeah, I will speak I, about highly of this team, and I'll say how they've been my favorite team all along. You know, I've never yeah. Oh, I've sure, yeah. Them. <laughs> I love this group of students. Always believe in the 2018 class. Yeah, no, no question about it. It was oh, only a matter I, I guess. I yeah. No, I I know, and and, and that's how I'm gonna. That's how I'm going to leave this conversation, just now fully buying into, like, uh, maybe, maybe. Because, Possible. once again, the the, the Aaron March, the, the wisdom of Mr. March and Tom Izzo just turns me into a, a clown. A clown. <laughs> <sighs> well, what I said we talked for 15 minutes, and I think we're going on 30 straight minutes now. Um, sorry about that, first of all. Uh, second of all, thanks for the – the therapy, whether you knew it or not, that was very therapeutic for me. Um, my healthcare provider will be in touch with you. They'll send them, like you send them an invoice or they send you an invoice, however it works. I, I, I don't know. I don't really know anything about anything. Um, third of all, thanks you did, for, it, you did I, more I, for me than I did for you. See, the, you know, it's Spartans helping Spartans. That's all it is, baby. One, one Spartan community just getting through it together. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I did this with Graham Nelson the other night because um, there's no way that like 
people are listening to this after the seventh loss in nine games. <laughs> say say a random word for me right now. So just say a random word. Uh, bucket. If you tweet or email the word bucket to me, um, I'll just I'll. I'll put you in a drawing to buy you a pair of uh, nosebleed seats for senior night on Sunday. <laughs> should you ever be inclined to go to it? Uh, yes. If you've made it this far in the podcast and you tweet or email the word bucket, you will be put in a raffle for the saddest pair of seats for senior night uh, to attend the game at four 30. So yeah, let's, let's just do that. I like He's boy, dropping a whole $10 for this one guys. I was going to say, I'm, I'm putting my 401k on the line right now for this. How much are seats going for? I, 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 I can do this after you hang up. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not wasting your time. <laughs> uh, let's see Michigan state basketball. Yeah. They still are selling tickets to that game. Aren't they? Um, yeah, these are going to be, Oh, these are not going to be desirable tickets at all. Um, Make sure they're obstructed yeah. view somehow. Somehow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eleven dollars each. Two tickets. Uh, plus. Oh man. Fees. Yeah, it'll be like thirty bucks. So yeah. Oh, I'm putting it on the line right now. Um. Yeah. If. If. The you, service fee is going to be double the actual price of the ticket. A hundred percent, it will. Yeah, and right, and I, th- this podcast doesn't make enough to pay for parking either, which will probably be triple <laughs> what the ticket actually costs. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> So you're actually losing in this in this little. Uh, oh, this is a total net loss. But you know what? We we've gained <laughs> fun, and I've gained the peace of mind that at least two people have listened this far to the podcast after watching Michigan State. <laughs> surprise, surprise! Lose the double digits uh, on the road no uh, against a mediocre team. So yeah, that... <sighs> it's been real. It's been real. It's been real fun, man. It, it has. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. We'd love to have you on again. Um, it's a shame you keep on coming on after just miserable times. <laughs> hey, here we are. Yeah, one time we'll like have a positive one. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll do what we can. <laughs> Huge thanks to Connor Muldowney for joining this just miserable podcast and talking more about this uh, basketball team that just outright refuses to show up any given night. Um, unless last Saturday is what you're talking about, which in that case, ooh, good job. Seems like a world away from from that one. Um, we will be back on Monday's show to uh, break down Michigan State's loss on senior. I, I mean, sorry, uh, game on senior night against the Maryland Terrapins. Look ahead to the Big Ten tournament. We're gonna get some football in the mix because we just have to. Like, it, just from a uh, news standpoint and just like a mental break standpoint, we have to get the football. And we will be updating you guys on the NFL Combine. Any other thing MSU football, even just tangibly related to Michigan State football. We'll, we'll bring it up on Monday's show. But uh, until then, I, I really hope you guys have a, f- a sensational weekend. Thank you so much for listening this week, guys. Uh, whether this be your first episode, your fifth episode this week, cannot thank you enough for listening and making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day. Now go make your second listen, Lockdown NFL Draft. That's right, Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available where you get your podcasts. Have an amazing weekend, guys. Love every single one of you. Go Green.